1: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Monday edition, we look back at the first Sunday of the NFL season and we talk about a historically bad performance by the New York Giants in primetime. We're also going to talk about the debut of the Jordan Love era in Green Bay All is well for the Packers quarterback situation. Plus, we're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It, and that'll feature one of the dumbest moves that you've seen from a coach in the world of football, maybe ever. We're going to talk about what the AFC North could look like. It was Stick City in Stick City in a big way. We'll talk about LeVar's big weekend in State College. Plus, we're going to have another edition of the FSRIR. We've got a special Monday Night Football edition of You In or You Out and... Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins are a danger to everybody else in the AFC. It's all yours again. Coming up next here, two pros and a cup of joe on a Monday, Fox Sports Radio.
2: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports
1: Radio. Oh, you know what time it is, Sticks. Bro. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you. No Brady Quinn. Don't worry. He'll be back coming up on Wednesday. It's going to be Sticks and I here on this Monday morning following a busy weekend in the NFL and in college football. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Monday morning. We appreciate you doing so. This three-hour extravaganza is brought to you and we bring it to you heavy here on a Monday morning live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. How the hell are we feeling here, LeVar Arrington? What's good, man.
0: I feel good. Yeah, feel rested even though it was a long-ass day of travel. Um, well, a couple of days of travel. Uh, but yeah, I was able to see a lot of the the games that were viewable, yeah. and was able to review the others that that I wasn't able to see, and uh, it was a great weekend of football, man. Yeah. Like it's it's uh it's one of those deals, you know. I got a chance to really enjoy college football on Saturday. Got an opportunity to, you know, we got up. I had to pay the price, Jonas, and and that's man. Do we got an IR this week? Because I'll oh, tell you yeah, what, we got one. Golly, I got an IR for you, car IR too, oh, Tesla. Geez. By the way, you oh know. wow! How about um, that? But yeah, nonetheless, we've overcome a few things, few little little snafus to to be able to get on airplane early enough to make it back to sunny LA to to see the game. So yeah, it was good, man. It was good. So
1: just imagine, a total hypothetical. Okay, you're a Giants fan,
0: right? Yeah, man.
1: And just imagine you're a Giants fan coming into this season and you're thinking to yourself, we were a playoff team a year ago. We won a playoff game and we did it on the road. We've got Daniel Jones playing franchise quarterback level football. Saquon Barkley's back. We feel like this is the year we added Darren Waller. We feel like we're ready to make that step. All right, Everyone says, no, no, no. There's always a team that's good the year prior, and then they they struggle the next year. We're not going to be that team, and we're going to open up the season, and we're going to do it against the hated Dallas Cowboys, and we don't care that it's pouring rain at that stadium in New Jersey called MetLife. We don't care about any of that stuff. We're going to make a statement week one on national TV. Oh, they
0: made a statement.
1: And then you go out – and you get stomped out.
3: <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, it's Damn. so funny to
1: me. It's so funny. You get stomped out, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> well, go ahead and jump. Okay. Have you ever been a part of a week one that looked like that on that? And we'll get to the Cowboys. The Cowboys defense was fantastic, but have you ever been a part of a Week One loss like that in your football career? That you I don't
0: recall. recall. <laughs> like, I don't rec- I recall do you- being. I recall being on the other side of a molly whopping, Um <laughs> but I've never been on this. I don't recall. Now that doesn't mean that it didn't happen. I just don't. I don't recall a lot of my time in in Washington. So uh, it's possible <laughs> that I could have gotten you know molly whopped. It's possible. I just don't recall. How do you recover? Like uh, that—that was Um, bad enough. It's week one, and it's bad enough. It was a—it was such a shellacking (laughs) that you could almost write it off and write it up to. It's the first game of the year, and all we can do is go up from here, you know. And that's that. Maybe that's, maybe that's the frame of mind here. Is, is that it, it didn't go the way they would like for it to go. Um, anything that could have gone wrong seemingly went wrong. Um you know Dak Prescott wasn't even a major factor in them winning the game I mean it wasn't like he was like this world beating quarterback that came out there and was (laughs) destroying them as as advertised Micah Parsons has gotten his uh, defensive MVP candidacy uh, off to to an amazing start Uh, they they just they you know, they did what they needed to do in other areas of the of the game. The, the 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 first the first turnover being the the field goal. I mean, it looked like it was going to be a game. Like, okay, you know, New York comes out they 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 came out playing power football. They ran the ball. Saquon was effective, and and then they they disrupted their their flow with a you know with a penalty. After the penalty, it just seemed like they never recovered from the, the, the inability to finish that drive. It just went it just went off the rails from that field goal that was blocked and returned. It's like, oh my gosh, totally demoralized. It, it, I mean that was the, that was like okay, we gave you our, our opening best shot. And that that turns out to be a field goal block in a return for a touchdown. Like that's like okay. Like it was a little demoralizing, you know. But let's 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 try to recover. Let's let's move forward. And then boom, you know, you hit Saquon in the <laughs> mouth. Saquon coughs it up. They pick it up All right, they catch it, go for a touchdown. It was like I don't know it was like if I'm a New York Giants fan or a New York Giants player or a New York Giants coach I'm sitting there like is this the twilight zone? It's got to something there's got to be some type of harsh cruel joke that's taking place for us to have everything seemingly possibly or possible that could go bad, go bad.
1: Yeah, it's like you're watching them drive down and to your point you thought it was going to be a game because they're moving the ball they're being somewhat effective they line up for that field goal it gets blocked it gets returned and then the Cowboys miss the extra points you're thinking okay well at, oh, least, right. at least not all the momentum's <laughs> in their right, direction
0: right? Right. and right. the
1: next thing you know the first quarter's winding down and it's a pick six and it's like Wait a second. So we're down sixteen, nothing. All right, but we're gonna rally back, and they just never figured it out. And and uh, yeah, Dak Prescott didn't need to do anything. Like he what no, he had
0: hundred forty yards passing. It, it was it was pedestrian. <laughs> it was like he just. But you know what? They didn't sack him. You know, he did not turn the ball over. So that's that's um, you know, that's a good thing. I just that's just weird, man. He didn't have to do much at all. No, and 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 listen, Q's off today. I know, and I'm, I'm sure he would would probably reiterate the fact that he he said he said that the defense would would carry him, wouldn't matter. Defense would carry this Cowboys team, and and seemingly, you know, that's the start of it.
1: But this, this is the
0: defense. They carried him.
1: It just the the thought of you know some guy thinking, you know what. Whether or no weather, we're risking it all. He just rolls up to MetLife in a Jeff Haas, Poncho, and he thinks, this is our year. And they just get sawed off the way they Uh. do. I think it's hilarious. But, yeah, the defense is fantastic. And the fact that that took place on national TV to open up the year and you saw them play the way they did, that's that's a good spot momentum-wise for that defensive player of the year to to go to Stick City. That's what I feel Oof. like. I feel like they're in a good spot now. And we've talked a lot about Dak Prescott. Can he get it done? What can they do? You know, Zeke's gone. It's a brand new era. They've got, you know, they're they're paying offensive linemen. They're getting people locked up to long-term deals. But yeah, that defense is tremendous. Dan Quinn's done a phenomenal job. And I just feel like that's the side of the ball that a lot of people haven't focused on. They've just focused on can this team win with Dak Prescott? Man, if they get that, you can win with anybody almost.
0: You know what's crazy? Osa Digazui had a a game that was better than Michael Parsons. <laughs> Mike is Mike definitely set fire to to showing that he should be in the conversation early right now for yeah. defensive player of the year but Adigazoo, he had a game better. He had one more sack than Micah. He had one more one more tackle than Micah in the game. But what I will say is man he's a disruptive. Like again, sometimes I I'll make points and and you know, we could get into you know different types of discussion points and debates about you know if I'm inaccurate or if I'm accurate. But the one thing about it is, is that this is one of those moments where I can say, okay, we could look back on this game and be like, ah, statistically, you wouldn't have said that Michael Parsons had all that great of a day. He had one sack, he had two tackles, one assist. Um, that's not a crazy statistical no. line, but looking at it in the moment. He was so disruptive totally in the agree. game and it doesn't show in the statistics but this is one of those like prime prime examples of god dang bro like like I ended a a uh, I was on my my hot my honeymoon vacation and we were supposed to stay in Turks and Caicos another week I told my wife my new bride we are out of here we're going home we're cutting it short we'll get back and it was because there was a mosquito i think it was one mosquito I, there had to have been a ton of them but it didn't matter it was this one mosquito that i felt like was attacking me the entire time <laughs> following me around the whole entire beach hey buddy over here and i don't know what it was but the reason why I thought it was one one mosquito in particular is because the way it sounded when it got to my ear, and it sounded the same. It was like it was just more violent than any of the other mosquitoes that I had had interaction with. Like in my entire life, this was you know just one nuisance of a mosquito. The point of that story was and is is that Micah Parsons was like that that very, very <laughs> aggressive mosquito that was always in your ear. And, your, and, and I'm ending the honeymoon early. <laughs> Going home. We're outta <laughs> out of here. And it kind of felt like that was what happened with, with the New York Giants. They had a mosquito that <laughs> would not leave them alone. And
1: but, but it's but it's true. Like I, I've heard, like I heard that about Julius Peppers as well too, that Julius Peppers if you look at his his numbers are great, obviously, but it was all the plays that he made for other people just because you couldn't block him at times.
0: And, and you th- could say and, and to that point, one of Digazoe sacks came because everybody, every man, woman and child <laughs> that was available all over was b- blocking Micah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's a good point. Yeah. No, that's so it's
1: uh, that just an impressive performance defensively, special teams. Dak, you know, just did what he had to do. But man, oh man, that was uh, just
0: don't lose the game. No,
1: and everything's fine. Uh, by yeah. the way, to your point on mosquitoes, I got destroyed this weekend. Everywhere, mm. it's all like they're, they're flying pipe bombs. That's what yeah, I. That's are. what I've learned. Flying pipe bombs. Who just ruin people's weekends and apparently their honeymoons as well too
0: yeah man it's awful imagine that you're in like a utopian type of place and it it was just it was amazing and it was ruined yeah that's (laughs) like what brutal you're not supposed to be able to adjust the, the 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 sound of how you're flying around like just be a normal mosquito man like don't don't be like turbocharged yeah. man. That, that that mosquito was fighting through like share you know they had to like a little share cover curtain o- over your bed so you can lie in comfort and know that you're not going to get chewed up and wake up with like you know big old whelps on your your body and stuff like that or worse wake up with with some type of a you know, allergic reaction. Nah, not this mosquito. Yeah, this mosquito wasn't playing that man. That mosquito was coming through (laughs) what no curtain going to keep you out. No, nothing like it's coming through and it was just there. Like, all right, we left the room. I'm sitting on the on the uh, on the outside patio there. Go to the beach there. Like there's no way they can all be supercharged, hopped up like this. So I, I just struck out to the fact that this was one mosquito that had it in for me like it was it was going to ride and die with with going out with with just harassing and biting me the entire time well listen
1: uh, that mosquitos got a uh, got a football player who's uh did a hell of a job last night yes he did remembering ruining your honeymoon so there's that
0: <laughs> uh, it is he two ruined pros the Giants honeymoon. yes he certain. did
1: uh, two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio Lavar Arrington Jonas Knox with you so yeah we are going to have the usuals as Lavar mentioned we're going to have an FSR IR coming up in hour two we're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It we've got a special edition of You In or You Out to finish up the show in honor of Monday Night Football so it's all yours a three hour extravaganza here from the TireRack.com studios but coming up next same old same old although i don't know anybody that thought it was going to go exactly like this in the nfl and we'll tell you who that is right here on fsr
2: be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up in about 20 minutes from now in another edition of In Case You Missed It, you want to talk about one of the dumbest moves in recent sports history? This might be at the top of the list all time. All time, this move by somebody in the world of football. We will have that for you here and give you the details on that coming up here in about 20 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studio. So, I mean, you know... The sky's blue, water's wet. Mm-hmm. The Packers own the Bears. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. kind of that's just the way this goes, it's and kind of the way it goes. Uh, and that was a hell of a debut as the brand new era of Packer footballs under Jordan Love kicked <laughs> off to a at, as good of a start as you could possibly not hope at for. full
0: strength either.
1: I, he looked, yeah. Watson was out, yeah. He looks fantastic, man, and just that bear. They Bears defense couldn't get off the field on third down or fourth down. It was awful, um, and he just exposed them. And it looked he exposed like exposed them. Oh yeah, he completely. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh just an absolute disaster for the Chicago Bears. But it was all because of Jordan Love and that Packers offense, who look like they, you know, are ready to not only move on from Aaron Rodgers, but try and build something new with yet another. Performance from a quarterback there at Soldier Field that left Bears fans looking around like, "Why the hell can't we have that here for the last thirty to forty years?" So let's <laughs> take a listen to Matt Lafleur. He was the uh, the head coach of the Green Bay Packers, who was talking afterwards about the performance of Jordan Love.
3: I couldn't be more proud for, of of just his performance, his poise. There's a there's a big time belief in that locker room for Jordan Love and i think uh the guys they're gonna rally around him they're excited for him they they love him they respect him he comes to work every day
1: i mean i don't think anybody's gonna sit here and say all right well they're gonna go three for three hall of fame quarterback to hall of fame quarterback to hall of fame quarterback but just from a start to a new era standpoint this is as good as it, it could possibly be in soldier field against the bears. And you roll that out and give him that burger and, and serve it to him like that. To me, that's, this is as good as everything that they were hoping for with the Packers. When it came to Jordan love, they got it yesterday in Chicago.
0: Man, I think that sums it up. He had, he had, you know, strong control over the offense. You would say that that's because he has such a familiarity with, with LaFleur and, uh, and and, and and co, the the offensive playbook. He understands what, what's going on in the National Football League because he's had ample amount of time to adapt and adjust and to see what it's all about. And he's been in a, the quarterback room and in practices with one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. And I would probably venture to say that Aaron Rodgers had that same – scenario play out for him some of the things that i saw jordan love do were aaron Rodgers esque uh his his he kind of had that same type it's kind of weird he had kind of had somewhat close to the same type of demeanor and how he was doing things like it just it looked as though you saw a player who has been influenced by the play of another and he's talented enough to execute on that level and whether, you know, somebody, you know, people would agree or not in terms of how much he looked like Aaron Rodgers out there on the field. I just thought his ability to deliver the ball, he was cool, he was calm, uh, his control uh, and command over the offense, him knowing when to um, take chances and not, I mean, obviously Aaron Jones was the, the, the sole catalyst in a lot of ways of the success. And and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't very many times that they went to him. It was just the fact that he he did so well when they did. And so to me, just seeing the way he played, seeing the way Green Bay played, seeing the way that they were excited about what Jordan Love was doing would give you the, the idea and the belief that this Green Bay Packers team has a very, very good chance of of being uh, a team that moves forward. And, and whether it's the third in a row, third generation, uh, next to be the greatest quarterback and be a Hall of Fame, anointed a Hall of Fame quarterback or not, I think we would all agree that He's off to a good start. I mean, it wasn't, and even for him, I said it wasn't a crazy day for Dak Prescott. Well, it wasn't a crazy day, so much for him. I mean, I thought two forty-five on on the day is is a good. That's a good number. You know, it's not a horrible number. It's not not like it's not like he didn't have any real production. He he put up three TDs. He protected the ball. There were no interceptions. So he had a good day. He had a a solid day in In the office, it wasn't a you know world beating performance, but it certainly was impressive uh to see what he was able to do coming out in his debut
1: so you kind of made the point, and I remember we talked about this. one of the things that stood out after Colorado's opener was Shador Sanders and how poised he looked like mm-hmm. he he looked like he was totally calm, totally cool. You know, it, it, even if, you know, there there was a bad play or maybe the number, you know, it, it, if just the play, you know, this play wasn't there, he would get rid of the just there was a total calmness to his performance. And I got the same vibe with Jordan Love. And you can look at the box score and you can look at it and and it's similar to the Micah Parsons conversation that we just had. You could look at just the box score and you could say, well, I mean, you know, he had what one sack and a couple of pressures. I mean, that's not really that that kind of performance is going to get you defensively. Player of the year, but if you watch the game and yeah. don't look at just the numbers, it tells you a different story. It
0: tells you different. Gives it gives you a different feeling. Yeah, if you yeah.
1: if you watched the Packers Bears game yesterday, it looked like Jordan Love was totally in
0: control. The like entire he's been time. the starter, yes. for a while.
1: Totally didn't in look, control.
0: It didn't look like he was having like first starter game you know first game starting jitters or my first year as the starter without Aaron jitters it just looked like we at the office yeah and and I do this and I'm really good at doing this so um enjoy the show you know that was kind of the feel he had like he almost if you saw him and, and they showed him on the sideline a few times they showed him on the sideline a lot um He just had like more of a like a relaxed, almost borderline nonchalant look. And it was kind of Aaron Rodgers-esque. Yeah. You know? Like, this is what I do. Like, yeah, give me my, you know, give me my propers. I'm going to come back out here. We're going to do it again. I'm going to come back out, and I'm going to chill, and we're going to smile. But it's going to be, like, almost like a sarcastic smile, and we're going to continue to just do what we do to the Bears, which yeah. is win.
1: I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's all they do. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Look, you're probably not going to see a defense that played as poor as Chicago did yesterday to where they couldn't get off, as we mentioned, off the field on third down and fourth down. They weren't really able to get any pressure. He had a bunch of time there. But as you mentioned, look, they weren't at full strength. I mean, th- yeah. there was, you know, they were missing some pieces there. Were and the had hikers. injuries.
0: They were on the injury report. And, and the
1: fact that you take over for Rodgers... And the first game that you take over, when everybody's celebrating Rodgers and the Jets and they won the offseason and they're Super Bowl contenders and the Packers aren't going to be the same, and where do they put you? On the road, in Soldier Field, and you roll that out and yeah. give them that kind of loss? That's that's impressive, man. And, and if you're a Packer fan right now and you're listening, and I know we're on in Wisconsin, if you're a Packer fan, you come away from that game going, "Yeah, we may not see the same crummy defense that we saw from the Bears yesterday, but at least we got a guy who, in a pressure moment with a lot on the line and a lot of people watching, one of the the feet one of the featured late games on Fox. You get the the number one crew calling the game there in Chicago, and you go out and dominate like that. That's uh, and look. They've got Atlanta on the road next week, do the Packers, and then they've got New Orleans and Detroit, and then the Raiders. Then you hit your bye week in week six. I mean, there's a real opportunity. We're looking at a team that's, what, going to be three and two at worst?
0: Aaron Jones is a beast, though, man. Yeah, no, he's he's a stud. But that dude is a beast, bro.
1: The Falcons are a winnable game. I mean, New Orleans didn't look all that great. You're going to get them at home. I just, I look at it and I go, man, th- this is off to a much better start. Even though it's one week than I think anybody could have expected. Even if had they lost, but he still performed the way he performed, you would feel good about it. Man, he was fantastic, and they won that game going away. That game wasn't close. So good for uh, good for the Green Bay Packers. What does that
0: mean for Justin? What does that mean for your team? Like I, you you rolled it out very differently for the, the Cowboys Giants game. Well, and, and if I'm a Giants fan and I mean, if you're a Bears fan like Jonas Knox, what no, does that mean? A, a, I mean,
1: that's just a just reckless allegation here. Well, because I have a solution. All right, because at this point, if you're a Bears fan, you just got to go ahead and and be brutally honest with yourself about the situation. There's only one way to solve this. Okay, you got dominated by Brett Favre for a long time. Then you got dominated by Aaron Rodgers. You're one game in, and you just got dominated by Jordan Love. You you haven't been able to figure out the quarterback position, and they've had 30 years of Hall of Fame play. So (laughs) after yesterday, look, it's like an eight-hour drive. Just go join the CFL. It's over. Dang! It's over. Like, what are you gonna do? And, and, and not to mention, the Lions look pretty good winning on the road. I mean, the Vikings. Yeah, that wasn't ideal for uh, for anybody involved. I don't know how many people had the Vikings losing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield in Week One, but it's just that's as bad as it can as it could have gone for the Bears who watched. The guy that they assume is their franchise quarterback get completely outplayed by Jordan Love, who's been sitting on the bench for three years. So, is what it is, man. Go to the CFL. You know, put together a rivalry with the Toronto Argonauts.
0: There were some disappointments yesterday, though. I'll tell you that, man. As a fan... I got disappointed yesterday. I, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. But. We, uh, we, don't worry. We've carved out a special segment uh, to go to go over uh, all that stuff for you uh, uh, later on in the show. But it is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And we are brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled, seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. So coming up next here, you talk about one of the all-time dumb decisions
0: I, I it's, almost, it's almost stunning
1: that anybody would think that this was the way to go with their decision here. Uh, when it comes to the world of football and this person we're going to get into, uh, we will have that conversation for you next year in another edition of in case you missed it.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6am Eastern 3am Pacific.
1: Two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, Lavar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, we're going to talk about. What has turned into a one-sided affair in the NFL involving one team people are kind of hit or miss on and the other that's considered a Super Bowl contender. So we'll have that for you here again a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, though, want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com.
2: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you. In case you.
1: Missed it, and for that we turn it over to our executive producer Lee D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-D-Lap. Good
3: morning, everybody. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning, Lavar. Good morning, sir. Guys, in case you missed this, uh tough news here. Michigan State has suspended head coach Mel Tucker without pay amid sexual harassment allegations. Thank you, there, Lavar. Um, amid amid sexual harassment allegations, he had allegedly sexually harassed a. Uh, sexual assault prevention advocate on campus. He had admitted he had admitted the- to doing so. <laughs> uh, so he is now suspended without pay. He had just signed a ten year, ninety five million dollar extension oh back God. in November of twenty twenty one.
0: So the you're, woman you're sexually assaulting a sexual harassment educator. So yeah, that is
1: right. This woman was, you know, reportedly gang raped, you know, years and years ago and since then has become an activist to speak out against it and to help, you know, educate and and talk with people. She visited Michigan State, who's obviously had their issues with the Larry Nassar stuff that that came out, so there there was that. She's visited there three different times. She was an honorary captain for Michigan State one game. A lot of access, huh? Yeah, and Mel Tucker admits to...
0: Consensual. Um. Well, it, it wasn't
1: even consensual interactions. He admits to pleasuring himself on the phone with her. And she was just like in her statement in the report when she filed the complaint was like, I, I just was kind of frozen. Like, is this guy like really doing this? Knowing my background, knowing what's happening, really doing this. And Mel Tucker admitted to it. And then try to say, well, it was consensual. It's
0: consensual, right. Yeah.
1: O- okay. But, like, I think everybody acknowledges. That Mel Tucker got like one of the great contract. Like, other than the fact that, just the obvious, which is, what are you doing, dude? Like, l- l- read the room and understand the background before read you make a move room. like that. Yeah.
0: Understand the background. It, like, just how hard is that to understand? She's a sexual harassment. Yeah, that's my <laughs> educator. <point>. Like, <laughs> what, what? What are you
1: like? What are you thinking? What goes through your mind? And then, on top of that, the contract he got for basically one decent year at Colorado I think it was the covid year and then he had the one decent year at Michigan State he ended up with a 90 million dollar deal set for life and he figured out a way to, to probably it get fired with oh, cause he's he's yes died. there's no way you
0: bring him back when they make the decision with no pay he, you know he gone. Like, well, he gone.
1: what are you— Well, like, on every level, one of the dumbest things I've ever— Like, I can't—it's it, it's shocking. That's—that's—that
0: is tremendously dumb. That is over-the-top, across-the-line, off-the-cliff dumb.
1: I mean, look, you can read the details on— USA Today did a, did a really lengthy— and explained every single aspect of it. You can read the details, and you just come away from that going, What a weirdo. <laughs> like, just a, the guy's a weirdo. And, and now he's uh, probably going to be out of a job, and and I can't imagine. A jobless weirdo. Yeah, it's just uh, un- unbelievable that that was the uh, the decision that Mel Tucker made and and admitted to it, you know as well too. So it's not like this Talk is about just
0: about poor yeah. judgment. Yeah, man.
3: bad. Jeez.
1: Uh, what else we got, Lee?
3: Guys, in case you missed it, Tom Brady was recognized Sunday at halftime during the uh, loss to the Eagles. Yeah, inducted into the New England Patriots Hall of Fame, which is. Uh, noteworthy because it's before it usually takes four years before uh, a player is allowed to be inducted into the Hall of Fame of the New England Patriots but Robert Kraft made an exception for the GOAT you think? I mean
1: (laughs) you know it's the least he could do so I guess that means that Brady's not coming back to play right? I guess uh, I guess we're good with this. Uh, he he went there, watched the game, hung out, got a little emotional, got the crowd hyped up, and you know now he's just uh, on to bigger and better things. By the way, isn't he doing something with like Delta Airlines now too? He's the new
3: ambassador of Delta Airlines.
1: Yeah, how about that? huh? Oh, which is weird. Were they the were they the flight that uh, somebody crapped themselves and they had to turn it around and and go? I I almost positive that was Delta.
0: Or have customer service. Desk where oh, that's where people right. need to get rebooked and it wasn't all flights and, and <laughs> that's right. no one's there.
1: In hey, Lavar, <laughs> you guys are in the same draft class. Are they the
0: class? ones that pay people to go on your social media and harass you because you did a video about talking about it
1: LeBar, you guys are in the same draft class? Can, yeah, can't he are. hook you up with like uh, you know, a couple of vouchers or something uh, we'll, like that? It'll we'll be alright. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It'll be all right. Good for T B twelve. Oh, <laughs> oh,